In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs of a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cats. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we're we're Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. Welcome to the Sexy in the Squirrel podcast, the podcast that gives you real life dog training and a little bit of human training results. Yeah, because we are really excited in that we get to share with you a brand new solution, I guess, <laughs> that we that, that you know you've all been asking for, um, and that is, of course, absolute spouse. Now, what to do with your spouse? Your spouse feeds your dog incorrectly. Maybe your spouse greets your dog incorrectly. Maybe your spouse lets your dog out incorrectly, or maybe your spouse walks your dog incorrectly. Ultimately, we're hearing a lot of incorrectly. Yeah. We're hearing a lot of negativity. Yeah. It's not good for the relationship. No. It's not good for the togetherness. It so, really isn't positive. Really, the only answer is to send them to us for rehabilitation. Basically, rehab and boot camp with Lauren and Tom and literally coming in, we're doing a residential, mm-hmm. we're going to have your spouse stay, yeah. we're going to have your spouse trained. We do we're ask that they're toilet trained we before do, they arrive, we but the rest we'll sure take care of. That when they go home, that you've got all of the support online that you need to continue mm. our rehabilitation and boot camp process. And of course, that's not quite accurate. But oh, it wouldn't it be good, I think the key here, guys, is that we get it. We get that this is a struggle that a lot of you encounter. And in fact, what what one of the things that that triggered this quite um quite recently was saw in one of our student groups, so mate, one of our amazing communities, and one of our game changers was really upset because um they don't own the foodiest dog, and um and her partner had messaged and said, um actually. She's she's foodie today, so I've fed her her dinner. <laughs> she's really which, looking hungry now. Which is game, as game changers, we're like, oh my word, what a missed opportunity! Um, but I think you know, I think the the first thing to to do to kind of to start on this is to understand that people don't know what they don't know. And they make the best decisions with, you know, the knowledge that they have and the know-how that they have. And as you all skill yourself up, selves up more in, you know, understanding dogs and dog training, actually there is going to be a mismatch between you and your family and your partners in terms of actually what you know and what they know. And I think it's also worth saying here that we probably need to show some appreciation Mm. to our tolerant partners, our partners who maybe don't know better and yet try really hard to do their best and they're on board and they tolerate this crazy stuff that we call like dog training a hobby or fun or whatever it might be for us they tolerate it on the whole really well so I think there needs to be a level of appreciation for tolerance Mm -hmm. and appreciation for trying to be on board and appreciation for just doing the best they can with what they have and I think that's uh, a big part of what we want to do here uh, thinking about absolute spouse on a serious level right (laughs) and the next tip that we've got for you in this this whistle stop 
program that is this podcast um, is actually as much as they probably do, you know, many things not quite ideally how you would like them. They probably do loads of things absolutely right. And if we did, you know, if you remember that TV show, Wife Swap? Oh, and I mean, it's weird. probably like, like totally politically that incorrect now. That was crazy, wasn't um, it? But yeah, that was you know, weird. And then people would understand. People would be like, "Oh my goodness, you know, they, you know, but my partner doesn't do this, this, and this. Uh, that actually, I totally take for granted. It's kind of the same situation here. In that, I bet if we got our game change community to swap families and swap partners, it'd be a little bit weird. But um, but I if don't we did quite what Tom suggested, you'd kind here. I'm of you kind of realize different. all the stuff that you just kind of. Take for granted as them doing really well, or them, you know, considering or being acknowledging of that actually isn't a given. Actually, now, it's a gift. If you haven't learned anything else today, you've learned that Tom likes wife swap programs. <laughs> uh, other than that, let's let's say our next tip. Our next tip is, I suppose, show them sh- show them something right. Yeah. So show them something you want your spouse to do, or your partner to do, or your husband, your sister, your brother, your mother, whoever it is that's helping. Show them what you'd like them to do. So um, with my dad, for example, I'm like, right, what you could do is you could try really hard dad to aim the kibble or the mm-hmm. piece of food or the home baked or whatever it might be at the dog yeah. and you can try and aim it at them and they're on their bed mm-hmm. and you can try really hard to aim it a bit like when you're playing football dad mm-hmm. just like when you're playing football and you're trying to get that goal in that's exactly what you're trying to do and he's like got it yeah got it on I'm, it it's giving them something to do yeah, isn't it? absolutely i've got a funny story actually i looked after my um, my niece uh, lily for um about four days uh a couple of weeks ago and um and she she wants to be a dog trainer she wants to be just like her uncle tom and some of her methods i question um but she's determined um and so and, and this is kind of more of a child specific one but you kind of got to give them sometimes giving more responsibility actually gets a better picture and i was like you know lily the most important and hardest job of a dog trainer is actually knowing when to say you know what I've done enough today and my dog needs to sleep. And the dog, you know, the little doggy might not want to sleep. The little doggy might want to continue. And we as the trainers have to think, you know what? Rest is important. And she was like, yes. And she was like, that is going to be my job. And I'm like, brilliant. And here is how you do it. Right. Um, and as much as that's like a child specific example, and she took it very seriously. In fact, they were going to bed like earlier and earlier every day to the point where I had to be like, right, no, now, now this is Leave him alone, Lily. Um, but the, um, you know, the, 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 the point is, guys, that sometimes you you actually have to give responsibility and in doing that you empower them you you know you you effectively give them a job just like Lauren described with her dad right you have to you almost have to like educate give a job what do I want not what don't and I, I want think once you've got the what do I want it's much easier to create that framework of success with a spouse mm. and so whilst no the absolute dog spouse program residential moving <laughs> over here is not a thing <laughs> actually giving your spouse something that is right catch them doing something right giving them something that's right mm. because what you really don't want is that accidental sort of competitiveness with mm. you're going to get it wrong and it's going to you can just see it sometimes happening within a relationship yeah. where you just don't want that nature to sort of kick in here this is about success this is yeah. about teamwork this is about getting it right together that's important yeah 100% and remembering that you know they may have not chosen they this. might not have signed up for this right like they didn't sign up for this they didn't sign up for hearing Lauren and Tom in their in their podcast uh, sort of on the way to um, I don't know wherever you're heading or they didn't sign up for watching dog training videos or they didn't sign up for having uh, this newfound friend and, and they have to look after this friend when they go on holiday and, and maybe they have other scenarios or guests or visitors and they, they just didn't sign up for this lifestyle 
And so you, I feel, need to accommodate that to a degree and actually appreciate that because I feel really grateful. And I'm sure you do too, Tom, that both of our partners are really, really, I would say accepting and Mm. celebratory, but Mm. sometimes just accepting. Um, And I think that that that's good, right? Like that we have got people that are really supportive in what we do. Mm. And I think that in itself is powerful. And that's parents as well. Mm. That might be um, grandchildren or grandparents. Like it's it's about having um, that support. Interestingly, I think all families are going to have their own Everyone's got their own learning with dogs. And I was chatting to my granddad. He's in his late 80s. And I was chatting to my granddad last week, uh, maybe the week before. And I said to, to him, um, oh, granddad, you really should have a dog. Like, I love the idea of him having a little retired dog or an older dog. He's on his own. Uh, we lost my nan last year. And he's, he's, he's a good dog owner. And he said, the thing is, Lauren, dogs need to go out at 6 a.m. They need to be fed at 7. They need to go out again at 6 p.m. You need to make sure they go for the lunchtime walk. And then you've got to feed them regularly. You've got to time everything. And he's really regimented. For me, there's no point trying to battle that one out, right? Like you've, you've got, people have got their own opinions and you've got to pick your battles. Yeah. So I, if it was me with my granddad, I wouldn't pick the battle on the 6 a.m. thing, but I would pick the battle on feeding in a bowl. So I think, with family, also pick your battles. Yeah. I think that's another nice tip. I don't think you want to go head to head on everything. They won't agree with everything. Like my granddad really would never agree with a dog in a crate. It's mm. just not something. Um, he's ex-police. He's um, always been sort of in the um, sort of uh, real world. He's never really, he's got his own very straight opinion of how things should be. And I don't feel like you're trying to, you, you'd have to sort of go around it in a way to bring him on board rather than to alienate him. And I think it'd be very easy to alienate him. And so, what I would say is pick your battles. Mm. I would pick the battle of, okay, we're in the car, granddad. Of course, it's sensible to be in a crate. Yes, of course, it's sensible to be in a crate. In the house, no, mm. granddads are not going to see that yeah. sensible. So I think within relationships or, or spouse or whoever else it might be, pick the most important battle and not every battle. Yeah, 100%. Next tip is grow curiosity don't force them to learn stuff. Shove it down their right? neck. Yeah. Right. And that's it. You know, the chances are, unless they've been almost, you know, unless it's been kind of shoved down them and they're like, and they, they've got a bit of an aversion to learning about dog training right now, probably they're a bit curious. And probably, you know, when given the space, they, they might ask questions or they might see what you're doing and be like, oh, why are you doing now, that? Tom, I was just thinking, you can think on this for a second while mm. I talk on the next point. What could we give to someone? We might have a resource already or you might know where it might be or, or something that we could give to someone that hasn't, I've, I've just thought about this right now, uh, that maybe would want to come into our world. I don't know what resources we've got. I don't know what we've got out there or where they might be, but I'm sure there's a way in for yeah. someone. So I'll talk for a second. You keep thinking on this. What could we give to someone that is that we've already got? I'm sure we've got. I've got things. an idea, sure but I need, I need to I'm check. I need to check. I'm sure the we've link. got things. You check the link, and I'll I'll keep talking. And um, but yeah, I, I definitely would say don't shove it down the neck. Don't make it like a forced thing. Maybe like print something like this off and leave it on the table, or maybe uh, have it on the computer so that when they're there, they might flick past it, or maybe play it in the background, or those kind of I'm things. I'm such a pro. Look I'm literally you. such a pro. That's why and- we're a team, Tom. We're a team. We've got. <laughs> AbsoluteDogs.me forward slash start. And what you will find there there is um, uh, an opportunity to download for free the There's a Game for That Zero to Hero How to Become a Game Changer ebook. See, I knew, like, literally, Absolute Dogs has the answer for everything. AbsoluteDogs.me forward slash start, and you will um, find it. And it's free. And it's free. Now, next tip, guys, um, is. A bit of a philosophy or an ethos that's hard, you've got to kind of fake it till you make it. And that is they're going to do things that you don't want them to do, but they're doing it and they're being involved. And sometimes you have to say, 
while that's not ideal for my dog, in some way it'll be good for them. So I've got a friend who um, has she's got a multi-dog household, and her husband loves to play very excitable, exciting games with the dogs. And you know, she's working on calmness, calmness, calmness. Meanwhile, husband's like excitement, it's chaos. A party. Um, and I had a conversation with her once where I was like, you kind of got to think. You know what? It's growing a dimmer switch. It will be good for them. They're learning to go up in arousal and down and back down into calmness. And yeah, they're dropping back down into calmness right now. It's tough, but with practice, it's going to get easier. He's good for them. <laughs> He's really, really good for them. Like literally. And I do think it's that, Tom. I think I was talking to someone this morning, actually. I, I showed you and I said, change the language. Mm. When you change the language, you change the whole picture. Mm. And sometimes yep. it's like, actually, this is going to be good for them. Yep. Rather than, dear Lord, what the hell is he doing? Mm. This is going to be great for them. This yeah. is a win, right? It's an easy win. What a great win. opportunity to practice bringing them back down to the planet. <laughs> like literally. And, and rather than see it as a negative, what opportunity can I find in this? What is this here to teach me? What is this here to help me with? How can I grow in this situation? Yeah. What can I learn in this situation? How can we utilize it? I remember a good long time ago, Tom, we were in the arena and there were we had our dogs and there was a lady and she, was, she didn't mm. want to work her dog because we had our dogs there. And I think that sometimes we've got to look at opportunities. I don't know if you want to expand on that a little bit mm. more, but she didn't see the opportunity mm. in the event. And I yeah. think it's similar here when we talk about spouses. Sometimes there's an opportunity for yeah. us in, in training. Um, yeah, I remember it well. You know, the lady was like, oh, but, you know, I, uh, that's going to distract. Those dogs over there are going to distract my dog. And, you know, my dog's going to find this, you know, really, really challenging. And actually, she was missing the opportunity to work on growing those skills around dogs that our dogs were absolutely not going to visit her dog. And also, they were 70 metres down the barn, right? <laughs> and, and ultimately, you're probably not going to get better stooge dogs than Tom, mm. Tom's dogs and my dogs, yeah. because ultimately, we're pretty games-based in how we're training, and we're pretty on it and vigilant. Mm. So there was the opportunity in front of her, and what she did was saw the negative in that positive situation. Mm. And I think that's what we've got to look at with our partners. What positive can we bring from this? What is the positive in this scenario? Because there always will be one. Yeah. It's just how we, how we find it. The other thing, and I think this is my last tip here, you know what, there are times when you just need to put the dog away or mm. the partner away. Um, it doesn't really matter which sometimes. It's like, for me, I'd be like, Matt, should we go watch a movie? Or sometimes it might be, um, actually, Tokyo, you're going to the back room or classic, come on over here. Let's go into our back rooms like a boot room. So you're going to the boot room. You just need to go chill out in the boot room. So they've got their beds, their bones, their shoes. They literally are settled down there. And sometimes it's just about splitting them up because you can just feel they're going to niggle each other or it's going to be wound up and it doesn't need to be. My uncle's a prime example of this. He does this to them and he can't help himself. He just like, and, and my brother, he's the same. They just wind them a bit. And sometimes if I know that's going to wind me too, I'm actually better just put the dog away or put the uncle or the brother away and somewhere else in the scenario yeah. or come up with a different plan. Or the other one for me is I'm like, right, should we go out now? Mm. So try and like split it up at times. And it's, it's no different to dogs, right, Tom? We interrupt it. Mm. So sometimes just finding a way of interrupting. Um, you know, what you've got to think is where, you know, where their focus goes, probably their actions will go. But we're actually quite in control of, of everyone's focus in the sense of if your only topic of conversation is the dog, then guess what? Your partner's focus is going to go to the dog and they're going to do things relating to and involving Whereas that dog. Suddenly you start playing, I don't know, one of Liza's favourite games and, and Tom's is Dobble. Oh, yeah. So if we play Dobble <laughs> um, and Liza and Tom are playing Dobble, then the focus has gone on to the game. Yeah. And I think it's about looking at the scenario and going, what can we, where can we change this focus? Yeah. You know, family gatherings 
we absolutely make sure that the conversation is not about dogs, right? Because otherwise, families start gravitating to dogs and interacting with them, and that's probably not really the you know the battle we want to pick, right? It's just not. Right? It's just not. And and we we sometimes maybe we get into patterns where we don't realize actually. We're creating that focus mm-hmm. by making, you know, by by putting our focus there and moving everyone else's awareness to them. So, guys, we hope that you found this useful. We would love to be able to say, send them over. Can you imagine? We'll rehabilitate <laughs> them. The reality is that you've got the tools yourselves, and, and you can do it. You're going to learn so much together through it. The relationships yeah. get get better. I think they get yeah. stronger. They get more aligned, and ultimately, you don't have to have the later on sort of rehab program scenario <laughs> because you've already done it. You've got this. You absolutely know how to do this, and we've got every faith. And you've also got your free resource, which can be found at. Absolutely. AbsoluteDogs.me forward slash start. <laughs> and you literally can get hold of that one right now to help your family, friend, spouse, and everyone else. So with that, guys, we will see you next time. And remember, stay, stay sexy. sexy! Hey, before you go, have you taken part in the worldwide Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge? It's a 25-day online video program, huge energy, amazing community, and over 100,000 people are already taking part. The only question is, you know where you are today. Where do you want to be in 25 days from now? Head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy.